Oh, g'day guys, how's it going? It's Hayder again. Um, I don't intend to make these little intermissions at the start of uh, professionally controversial, like, regular things, um, but this time it is entirely my fault that this one's happening because um, the podcast you're about to watch kind of cuts in um, without, you know, the usual intro and all of that. The reason uh, for that is because... Uh, me being an imbecile, performed a Windows update, and it reset all of my audio settings, and I didn't notice until six minutes into the recording, um, and by then we'd already gotten into conversation, so uh, by the time I did notice and I fixed it, uh, yeah, it was kind of too late to restart the whole thing, so I just worked it out with the guys that um, I would insert this and just kind of let you guys know about that. And, like, it wasn't a mistake in the editing, it was just a mistake in the actual recording bit. And this is kind of what you get for not checking your audio um, and doing a sound test before you start recording. Um, so, uh, note that down. Anybody who kind of wants to do this as well, make sure you test everything. Um, you didn't miss much. Like, it's a, this is a long episode. Um, so, you, you won't miss much in the first six minutes, but we were just trying to work out where we left off and all of that. and. Um, Bailey was about to ask, um, I think what he classified as, um, murder or something like that. And, um, we were about to lead into the different, um, uh, consequences of it in, um, different areas. But, uh, anyway, um, I've kept you guys long enough and I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Um, yeah, anyway, um. Yeah, as I said, I'm a hater and uh, don't really want to do this again. But um, yeah, enjoy the podcast, guys. Take it easy. Yes, I, I was going to ask, can you explain? So I, I was saying in America how it's been made a illegal relatively, um, or it can be a crime, or you can be convicted for it if you get an abortion, right? Sure. Um, so why is it so different in each state for the amount of time and penalties? Because I have all the penalties here oh, for each it's... state. <laughs> it's it's the United States, so um, who knows what they do and why they do it. Politics in America, I mean, debatable, but 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 no, <laughs> it's it's. Um, I can't remember the quote. I just remember hearing someone say that it was um, it's the United States is fifty countries pretending to be one. Like it's essentially each the 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 way that they um kind of govern states is much is very different to how um we kind of govern in Australia. So, um, the, yeah, the, um, almost like the patriotism to your state is, um, kind of, I guess I'm not American, so I wouldn't be able to say it, but would be on a similar level to the patriotism of the country. Whereas in Australia, we don't have like any, like you might be from Western Australia or South Australia or, yeah. or Queensland, but it's not really a part of your identity, whereas um, it's different in, in the United States. And so we have a much more um, over... Not overreach, a much more... Um, uh, I guess a much bigger federal government and then smaller state governments, yeah. whereas they would have a federal government and state governments um, where the state governments have much more power than the, the federal governments... Um, compared to us, us in Australia. So um, there's a lot of reasons why 
Um, we have certain things here in Australia that they don't have in America, but it's a lot more complicated than I could probably explain. I don't exactly have a full handle on it myself, so I, yeah, <laughs> not. that's, that's um, as much as I understand. Anyway, uh, we'll continue from that, right? Well, let's look at the same example. As you have explained, it is honestly independent, to be honest, but I do feel it's a little bit odd that you can go to places like, uh, where, where do we have here? Ohio. And you get a up to a year in prison for an abortion that's illegal, but in Texas you get a life in prison. Yeah. So life. I feel that. Or and by the way, other states have up to two years, three years, five years, ten years, fifteen well, no years, yeah. and other consequences. Yeah. Um, but the main the main point is they're so differentiated. Uh, sorry, they're so different, right? In all of the legal processes for uh, illegal abortion. Is it the same in murder in general? So if you were to murder an adult, would you think the graph would be the same as abortion? Well, it's interesting, yeah. I mean, we, um, we consider, um, you know, abortion to be different to murder because we see it as abortion, we don't see it as murder. So um, in the United States, we believe it's about 80% of Americans are in favor of um, some decriminalization of abortion. So the, yeah. the, the position of full um, criminalization of abortion is um, reasonably unpopular. It's only about, you know, one out of five people, which I mean, is still, still significant. Bit, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a um, unpopular opinion. And the opinion is, typically held by, um, you'd probably find, evangelical Christians on different grounds than, than yeah. um, others would hold that opinion. So, um, you know, you can definitely um, see that there's a divide in um, the kind of ideas that people would have around the topic compared to something like that. So if, if someone goes up and kills another person, then you're not going to find 80% of people <laughs> wanting to find some like, decriminalization yeah. of murder. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I, I would just, I'd probably say it's a different issue. Not that it's any less important or um, any less serious, but that it's a different issue that people see as different. Um, okay. And, and just on that, the um, 80% of Americans um, aren't for full decriminalization. Um, a lot of them hold opinions... Um, anywhere between, you know, early decriminalization to, um, like, only early decriminalization to full yeah, yeah. um abortion. So, yeah. Okay. What's your personal opinion on it? Or um, what do you, do you think people, I mean, like, you, can, you can't, uh, you, you don't need to answer if you don't want to. Yeah. But, I mean, should you, do you think people should get convicted for having an abortion? That's a good question, yes. Um, yeah. Probably should watch what I say. I would, I would say the, the, to the um, the mothers of like those those mothers that have to go and get abortions um, and have to is um, you know there's a lot of different circumstances around abortion. Absolutely not. I don't think that they should suffer any consequences. I can see. I say that, um, and I understand the implications of what I say. But I think the the bigger issue is the physicians that 
um, perform abortions and the um, medical institutions that, that profit off it, I think, are a lot um, more to blame. Um, and I, I'm not super comfortable saying that, um, you know, people that in, in desperate scenarios um, should face... Um, charges. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a very once once you start getting into um you know the nitty gritty of it, and that's obviously what you know what we're talking about. It starts getting a lot more lot more complex. But I think um like yeah, I think the, those that actually perform the abortions, those that um that profit off it, that um actually you know carry out murder, if you will, um yeah. you know they're they're the ones that are obviously you know in in almost whole responsible for it and organizations that advocate for um you know abortions before other um means uh you can see uh testimonials by women in the united states and um, typically teenage pregnancies teenage women that get that get pregnant um and they go to places like planned parenthood's a big one um and they essentially get told that your first first means of action, like um, means yeah. to go forward is, is to get an abortion as early as possible. And it's it's because I mean, you know, they get a lot of money from it and um, they obviously don't yeah. see it as morally you know, they have to try and make as much money as possible. So they're gonna mm. do any means to try and make a profit. I get that. Mm. So and you are right. I, I might not have actually mentioned that, which is my fault. But with these penalties and stuff, that is for the um, people that actually do the abortions, like the physicians yeah. and the, the, that sort of stuff, not actually for the females. I'm actually unsure um, with the women themselves if they get convicted. And maybe maybe in some cases they would, but definitely not all, because you make a good point about teenage pregnancy. Obviously, they definitely shouldn't be... Um, with any uh, conviction if they simply can't afford the baby there's health issues yada 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 and yeah anyway um so obviously i think you've mentioned that it is different obviously um and like so you wouldn't be convicted for life in prison for abortion do you agree with that because obviously in texas if a physician were to do an illegal abortion should they get 20 years in prison? Well, it's, that's the question, right? And that's, that's, yeah. you know, that's up yeah. to, that's, I'd say there's probably up to legislators more than it's up to a discussion here. Cause I can kind of say, um, you know, I, I could say, I think that they should face one year in prison. I could say that they face 20 years in prison. I could say they face life in prison, but yeah. um, really that's, that's for, um, you know, if if we want to if we want to discuss the logic, we can discuss the logic within our personal opinions. But um, yeah. you know that 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 stuff is kind of up for opinion. And if we, um, I probably personally prefer to look at more objective stuff that we can discuss yeah, and I kind of come to a full conclusion on. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can have that discussion if you like. I, I really don't mind. But um, it's it's interesting. Sorry, let me let me bring back to the definition of murder. So would you agree that in defining murder, or at least 
actually the that's, murder that we're kind of talking about i think that's a that's a good point sorry bailey about the definition of murder because the comment states that uh, our definition omits which means leaves out uh leaves out the willful and malicious intent of the killer which changes the definition exactly what i was about to say yeah yes. murder manslaughter accidental self-defense and all of that stuff yeah so that's why I was trying to yeah, do that. do we need to look at redefining? That? I was looking at more malicious intent, which are, which is what I wanted to focus on. So you obviously mentioned the point, Ben, that if um, they want to make a profit and if they want to exploit people with, for abortions, would you would agree that's malicious intent? Um, in murder, I, I guess if you're murdering a, a fetus or something to that degree, would yeah. you define malicious in trying to earn a profit? when they're trying to exploit people for abortions? I guess you could. I think, um, I think it'd probably be more classified as, um, what's it called? Um, no, 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 premeditated. Is that, is that the, I uh, mean, if, if you're, if you're planning uh, yeah. a murder, <laughs> then I guess, yeah. um, you, you really have no grounds to stand on to try and avoid murder charges. Um, so, if we discuss it that way and we define it that way, then I think the idea of, um, you know, manslaughter or murder or, you know, those, those kind of terms um, just kind of muddy the waters. Like, I feel like it's almost irrelevant to the conversation um, unless, unless we want to discuss, um, cool. Cool. slipping my mind, the um, miscarriages. Um, yeah. in which we, we can discuss that. Um, but most of, most of the other, um, general ideas, like if we're talking the vast majority of abortions, I think would probably be considered premeditated murder technically. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least premeditate. They knew they were going to do it. Mm. Mm. So, which is premeditation. Well... <clears throat> According to just a quick Google search here, because <clears throat> I had to remind myself of it, the definition of manslaughter is the crime of killing a human, uh, a human being without malice, afterthought, or in circumstances not amounting to murder. So basically, it's the killing of another human without premeditation. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, Which is interesting because then you have to work out what actually counts as premeditation but that's that's a different can of worms i suppose but well not necessarily uh, we can we can substitute that in i suppose you know like with abortion i'm not sure personally if i'm thinking about it i think with abortion you pretty much know you're going to do it yeah. whether you're a physician or you're a a woman coming in to get an abortion i think it's pretty much premeditation no matter what um yeah. Yeah, there's intent. Right. Yeah. There's at least yeah. intent. That's right. That's what I was kind of looking for. Your intent, both sides are intent to do something. You can't accidentally yeah. do an abortion, I don't think. <laughs> I doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Then, um, <clears throat> then there's accidental death, which is, I suppose, the way that I could think of it is like, Death, causing death by dangerous driving like it's not premeditated you didn't mean to like you like you were 
uh, you accidentally killed someone because of your stupidity, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Right? That one I don't think is up for debate too much there. But self-defense. Now this got me thinking a little bit. Is there a way that is there a way that abortion could be considered an act of self-defense? I know you might be thinking that's what? crazy. I was gonna say no. I'm not following that. But no. yeah, but for the uh, well, I think uh, Ben mentioned it, I think, briefly. What was it? Um, If there's health issues, like if you're having a child, yeah, sure, there are health issues regarding that, you know. You can defend your own health. I know that might be, that might or might not yes. be stretching the definition a little bit, but I think there would be some grounds, in, regardless of how shaky it could be, I think there might be some ground to stand on that... In some cases, in some contexts, getting an abortion might be and could be considered an act of self-defense for yourself. Oh, mm. Self-defense for yourself, duh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a um probably it probably be considered a modern theory, um a modern pro-choice theory that says the the general idea of it is that if we concede that and this is this is a pro-choice position. If we concede that the child inside the womb is a child, is a separate human life, and is a separate body, then yep. um, the rights, and, and we provide equal rights to both the child and the mother, then the yep. rights of the child only go so far as um, it can swing its umbilical cord. So, Essentially, the mother has no. It's it's an infringement of the mother's rights to be forced to um, take care of, of this other person, and it's it's the violence argument. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this viol the the violence argument. It's a popular pro-choice position that says, um, and I'll, I'll probably posit it to you and see what you guys think about it, and then um, I can probably give my my thoughts on it if you guys want, or we could discuss it. Um, essentially, it says, it's, it's a thought experiment, and it says, imagine that you were driving one day, and um, you got into a car crash, and yep. you kidnapped, right? Lovely. And you wake up in a hospital bed, right? And across from you is another person, and you're all hooked up with these weird uh, medical instruments and, and monitors and stuff, and this guy comes in. And he says, look, we're sorry to put you in this position, but we've had to take you, we've had to kidnap you, because there's this world-famous violinist and this um, secret organization of music lovers decided that they wanted to keep this violinist alive because this violinist has been in a terrible accident. They're going to die, and um, you're the only one in the world that can keep this violinist alive. Yeah? And so we've hooked you up with all these machines. And, um, but it's okay. It's only temporary. You only have to stay hooked up to this violence. You only need to keep this violence alive for nine months. And then after those nine months, um, you can, you know, send, send the violence on its way and you can go live your life again. The idea is, the question is, are you morally obligated to save the violence life? You don't know them, I'm guessing. No. You don't know. No, it's just it's just another person. It's just a random person. Just just another person. Uh, mm. Some people 
would feel they are morally obligated to do so, and they probably would. Others probably wouldn't. They'd say they'd probably say something like, fuck it, it's a stranger. Or something like that. Yeah. Um It's just the thing that like they just got put into that situation like without warning or anything. So you would yeah. Mm. I want to make a point about that. You probably wouldn't really care that much unless, yeah, obviously you're... You said it was a world-famous violinist, right? Yeah. So are are you trying to sort of substitute... I I have heard that before, Ben, by the way, just not with a violinist. Okay. Um, So you're trying to substitute this world-famous violinist as kind of the fetus in a way, or like you're saying, you're kind of making the point that the mother shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be obligated or, well trying to make the point should the mother be obligated to hold a child or be pregnant for nine months or not i think yeah yeah it's it's kind of it's a thought experiment analogy designed to yeah present present the moral dilemma in a um in just a different light um that is is kind of meant to yeah get get you thinking about what like do you would you not, not really. Would you save the violinist? But are you moral? Is one morally obligated to stay in the hospital bed for, or you know, live with this violinist for nine months and save them? Um, like, should or you know, if, if you go as far as should that be codified into law, or um, should that be enforced the, by society or, or stuff like that? The yeah. issue with that, Ben, is that, like, the whole idea. Like this, this whole hypothetical situation uh, and analogy that you're using um, only accounts for the actual pregnancy duration, not the fact that afterwards you're gonna have you're gonna have a newborn, you're gonna have an infant out in the world without anyone to look after it or um, protect them or nourish them or give them a home or anything like that. All right. So you could argue that you could argue that uh is it is it nine months that you'd be hooked up to them? Or is it nine months plus eighteen years at a minimum? Well I'm what, so, yeah. what I wanted to ask Ben, but obviously adoption exists. You know, yeah. you can have a pregnancy and then pretty much give the baby away. So if you were giving a choice and we can break this down if you like, this is a very like conclusion answer but it's like would you rather if you had a baby which I, we we all can't imagine because we're men so um like pre- you mean pregnant would you rather, <laughs> would you like rather if, if, yeah if you were prego would you rather <laughs> nice keep the baby if you didn't want the baby you didn't want it at all and you had to make a choice whether to have the baby and give it away to an adoption center or something to that level or would you rather abort the baby we can break that down if you like, because that's a pretty conclusion answer. But oh, it's it's um it's interesting. So the idea is if so, if we have a newborn, and the choice is um so so let's say let's say to put it into a perspective that we could probably understand. Let's say you um were married to a woman, and they gave birth, and then you split, and she didn't want anything to do with the baby, and she gave it to you, right? Now, if we go off the definitions that we've kind of put forth, um, would 
is it is it a question of would you rather kill the baby or give it away or is it a question of your only choice is to either take care of it or give it away or kill it and get sent to prison for life yeah mm. so obviously that's a you're talking about like let's say a one-year-old mm. let's say it's a one-year-old and you divorce so you're trying to sort of make it like you can either kill the baby and it and it is wrong obviously to i want to say it's a that is a natural child. It's a baby. You can hold the baby. It's yeah. it, it's a more developed life. Not, not only would it be morally, um, morally dis, uh, I don't know, wrong. Uh, there's a fancier word I wanted to use, but it lost me. Not only would it be morally wrong, it would also be illegal to, to um, take its life, and and then obviously you would suffer the consequences for that. Yeah. a life sentence in prison <clears throat> which varies in different countries but um so we're we're assuming that you're <clears throat> we're assuming you wouldn't be fit to raise it like i know you're not financially stable oh, or sorry. you don't have a, you don't have a house or or maybe you're not mentally fit to raise a child we're assuming any of those well, you could, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, we could talk about it in different scenarios. Um, I'm not sure if Bailey had one in mind, but... Yeah, no, Bailey did. No, it was kind of in general just like, you have to do it, you know. And some people really do have to. I mean, with financial situations and even health, you know, like... Yeah. After a, a female has a child, you know, she could be... Well, there could be some medical issues, and obviously, if people with medical issues decide to go through with the pregnancy and get or injured and they can't take care of the baby anymore and they're alone or divorced or something to that degree then they really don't have a choice or they do have a choice but i think typically what you should do is do what's best for the child i think um so if you really can't take care of it you can't feed it nurture a baby you should send it off to an adoption center or give it to someone that you love or something to that degree yeah okay um so getting this all back to getting this back to the topic at hand, abortion. <clears throat> um, where does this fit with? Where where does this fit in moral obligation and even uh, and then even the act of self defense that I started this like sub thread with? Where where does that all fit? Yeah. So um, we were kind of discussing the violinist argument. So. Do any of you guys have um, a judgment on whether the um, woman should, uh, well, whether the woman ought to take care of the violinist for nine months um, or potentially something wrong with the analogy or anything? Well, I pointed well, out that, that I pointed yeah. out the issue with the analogy being that it should really be nine months plus 18 years at a minimum. I want to point out because, one particular thing. Yeah. Um, and it might not be a terrible deal, but you said obviously kidnap, you know, put in a hospital bed and stuff like that. So you might be implying that she had a pregnancy, or if you put it back to a um, pregnancy, you're implying oh, that. Oh, I, I see. I see what you're going on about. Was fully pregnated, which is a whole nother story. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna in, say it now. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna say it now. I think we're all thinking that if a woman is raped. And then she ends up pregnant. She's 
no way whatsoever obligated to carry the child and then raise it. No way whatsoever. Ask you a question, Hannah. Sorry? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if your father, right, goes out and, and kills someone, yep. is it morally justified for you to be sent to prison for life? No. Okay. That, so, would, that, that would not be. Sure. So if your father goes out and rapes someone, yeah. Is it morally justified for you to be killed? No. So if a rapist goes out and rapes someone, and there is a child that is conceived of that rape, is it morally justified to kill that child? Based purely in on that, the fact that the rapist raped. In that situation, I think, and this leads back to what this person commented, <clears throat> uh, the discussion excluded a lot of, like, the talk of the mother in the context of rights. In that context, I'd say that <clears throat> it is, like, solely the mother's, the, solely the mother's decision. I don't think anyone else should really have a say in that. Mm. If they, for, if, however tragic... However tragic and traumatic rape actually is, if they have that happen to them and then they decide to, and then they decide, you know what, I'm going to try to create some positivity out of this. If there even is any and raise a child, go them, you do you. If they choose, if they say, no, I, I, I didn't want this. I, I got, I, I had someone forcefully have sex with me, impregnate me, and I'm not ready for this, or I just don't want it. Or an underage. Which in that case, or underage, or, you know, they just didn't want it, or they're not ready, then, and they choose to have an abortion, go them as well. As your choice is your rights. I think in, I think in the situation of using the argument, if... If, uh, like one of our parents went out and did something like that and then should the consequences fall on us, I don't think that works because we are a, and I know this is where a lot of the, uh, I know this is where a lot of the, I know it becomes a little convoluted about like what is considered a human of which we talked about last episode, but, uh, I don't think that, I don't think your point works with us because we are, we are living humans. We are not infants. We are not fetuses. We have grown. We have lived. We are humans right now. I don't think that would work. I don't think that is a fair judgment on us because that would be an infringement of our rights. And I'm not saying that a fetus doesn't have any rights, but in that context, I think the only rights that should really, I can't say matter, but perhaps be uh, the Priority. final judge, jury, and executioner would be the mothers, I think. Cool. Um, that's if I'm, Yeah, sorry, Barry, go on. Um, what I wanted to say is that's the kind of the half of the issue that I've kind of been having with your analogies. You're putting adult life in the context of um, something such as an embryo, something that has mm -hmm. just been developed. And the best case scenario, let's say a embryo that has been developed 
an hour ago. I don't, I don't know how the biology completely works. But for an example, you cannot compare to a teenage life like Hades. So let's say, using his analogy, saying that he's going to be killed if uh, father goes out and rapes, yada, yada, yada. You cannot compare Hader to an embryo that is a day old. If, you, if I might ask, um, why? Why? Well, didn't we yeah. establish before that uh, he'd be convicted differently if murder a embryo rather than a adult? Or well, yeah, that's that's the law. That's that's how the law is written. Um, okay. We can disagree on the law, but I'm saying um, if we consider it based on how we see it, um, why would it be different for um, an embryo compared to a seventeen-year-old? I believe a 17-year-old has 18, more rights than... <laughs> 18, thank you. Just Sorry, <laughs> I believe, personally, if we're talking about... If we're not talking in the law context at all, I think is what you want to touch on. No, you want to touch on sort of morally, I suppose. Um, I think the embryo has less rights than hater if it's in a rape context as well. So this yeah, so the, yeah. human life has been developed, but you could even say illegally developed, if it's rape in particular. So, oh, that's a bad example, I think. I was going to say you could put it in the same example as illegal immigrants. And, uh, illegal immigrants or I get or what you're trying to say. The words might not have been there, but I, I think I get what you're trying to say, Bailey. Let me finish my point. What I mean is, if you have a criminal... He does a crime. Maybe this isn't a great example, but let's say that a criminal does a crime. Are you familiar with extradition? About how if you immigrate to a country and you've done a crime in another country, they might have laws in other countries. Oh, right, yeah. To give the other country the right to forcefully bring you back to another country. Yeah. Now, again, let's take it like sperm. Let's use sperm as an example. Sperm. Right. If it's right, you illegally immigrate sperm into an egg, therefore creating a human life. That's a crime. Um, which means, technically, if you want to, I guess, it depends how you look at it, I suppose, but I look at it as that is sort of a illegal child. That doesn't give it less rights to live. However, I think that gives it less rights to live than Hader, who is an 18-year-old adult. Um, if I might jump in i think um and if if you allow me to be a little blunt i think um what you guys are saying is is you say well okay well a rape <laughs> let me use the the term a rape baby <laughs> um doesn't have the um any any less right to live than um you know hater would but it has um, yeah, what I'm, what I'm kind of trying to say is I feel like you guys are saying one thing and then you're saying another thing. So is, is there a reason that a child of rape has any less, um, like, and, and this is a genuine question, a child of rape has any less, would you say that they have less of a right to life than a child uh, conceived still um, in the mother's womb by, you know, natural means, like by consensual means. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I lost. I, no, I, I get your point. Sorry, it just yeah. took me a while. Uh, so okay. you're saying, um, should an illegal child have less rights than a uh, normal child? Yeah. So, or like, like, normal, like or one that's been yeah. made consensually. Yeah. So yeah. if so, essentially, like, if we say um, that abortion for healthy pregnancies or or pregnancies conceived consensually are um, uh, not morally justified, then we say that okay, well. Would we consider then a abortion in the sen- in the case of rape to be justified? Which is essentially the same question. Yeah. So yeah. this is why I want to bring it back to mothers' rights. Now, um, I want to use law because law is objective. Unfortunately, there's some laws that are bad, but for the most part, we can disagree law. with it, but it is objective. Yes. So, would so let me do a counter question. Would you think it's more justified for a woman who's been raped to kill a child rather than someone who's had it consensually? Um, and I, I might answer that question with a question. Um, if okay. you have someone, let, let's say, let's say I were to go out and kill someone, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Would you find that any more justified than someone who got into a car crash and lost both their legs? Um, if they were to go out and kill someone. Would would either of those be morally justified? The fact that they uh, got into a car crash is irrelevant. <clears throat> like, I guess you could say, like, is your is your oh, argument is your argument it. meant oh. to <clears throat> is your argument like they became like a they became like a paraplegic um in the car accident and then like they are what bitter and like spiteful of other people and then they want to take out on someone else the pain that they felt it's more it's more that it does someone going through a tragedy justify murder no so no. in the case of rape does going yep. through rape justify what we defined as murder okay let me bring it back. So you're saying murder, well, like murder, or let's say, let's use the same example. Obviously, a person in a wheelchair, I don't know how you get murdered by someone in a wheelchair. But nonetheless, <laughs> climb some stairs. They're taking anyway. out of history too, maybe. On <laughs> <laughs> the murderer. Move on. Anyway. Um, oh, God, you lost my point. Okay, let, no, let's go back to your example. So the person's in a wheelchair, Yeah. right? And they kill a person. You would say that that's malicious intent, correct? Sure. For it to be murder, you ne- to an illegal definition, for it to be murder, it needs to be premeditated, malicious. There's some other points there, but for the most part, would you think that's malicious and premeditated if we just went out and killed someone first? Well, let's say, let's say that it is premeditated. For, for the, in the case of the, in the example, let's say that they went out with the intent to murder. Do you think most women abort a child with malicious intent? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Mm. I would like to yeah. jump in, and I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't the think part. there is. There's some weird the people part, there, for the most part. <laughs> I think for the most part, there is no malicious intent in there whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> is prob- it is most likely them, for the most part, looking out for their own well-being. And, even, and if I might be blunt as well, the well-being of that uh, of the child. fetus of the future child as well i think that i don't think there is any malicious intent in there yes there is premeditation 
but I don't think there's malicious intent. And if there's, and this is where the line gets blurred even more. Is it murder if it's premeditated, but there's no malicious intent? Or if there's malicious intent, but there's no premeditation, is that still murder? No. In that it, context, I don't think it is murder. In, in which war, case... Um, you, do you want to continue your point? You can continue your point if you like. No, no, I was just going to say, in which case, if it isn't classified as murder, definition-wise and context-wise, there shouldn't be any criminal charge for it. Okay, so with laws, I think, like, every box needs to be ticked. So with laws, you have the main law, which is someone if someone commits murder, they have to have this, this, this criteria proved in a court of law. So they do need to prove premeditation, malicious intent, and others and others and others. Uh, obviously, I don't have legislation with me, so I don't know. But um, I think with your point, Hayda, you were saying, obviously, you know, I think if someone aborts a child, I don't... Or, like, if it's, uh, I mean, I guess with any child, I suppose, um, there's no malicious intent for the most part when someone kills a child. So if you went to court for that and they said you murdered a fetus or you murdered, let's say, human life, as we like to call it, um, you, the, your lawyer says, okay, well, I can prove premeditation. I wanted to have an abortion. Let me prove malicious intent. Well... This woman is poor. This woman can't take care of a child. Well, I guess I'm coming to... Let's say it's a normal woman for the best case scenario. Let's say it's just a normal woman. Um, and she just doesn't want to take care of the baby. There's still no malicious intent regarding um, killing a baby, I think. Or, sorry, killing a fetus or embryo, whatever, mm. whatever. Not sure where I was going with this, to be honest. I was hoping to finish off this point, but I don't think I can. So um, I'll, I'll save you. Um, yep. let, let me, let me put this question to you. So if a, if a mother, uh, gives birth to a child mm -hmm. and she has a one-year-old and she, um, uh, decides to go on a holiday and lock the child in the house for a month without any food or, uh, you know, any care or without any help and decides to go overseas for a month and then comes home and the child dies in her care, um, is she held responsible for the death? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So if... It's like, that's neglect. Yeah. Uh, that could probably be classified as some version... That could probably be classified, like, in the court as some tier of, like... Uh, death, like causing, like it probably wouldn't be classified as murder, but you could probably put it in there. As you could make a pretty good argument for it. You could make yeah. a good. You could make yeah. a good argument. It's a term for it. I can't remember what it is, but anyway, continue. Sure. So if I was hanging out with Hader, right, and well, I, I decide in a lot of hypotheticals, too. and anyway, sure, and I I decide. Well, it's it's a good way to discuss the issue. But if if I'm hanging out with Hader and I decide to go overseas for a month. Right? Yep. And um, I come back and Hader, who's 18 years old, um, has died of starvation in the house. Right. And, and he's not in my care. Like I'm saying that, that he was, he was just okay, also in the house. Like we were roommates. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, would I be held accountable for that murder? 
Um, sorry, wait, did hold you on. Sorry, I'm that last you, point. Ah, here's the question: Did you lock me in the room? No. So let's say let's say in both examples that that you're not locked. That that no one's locked in the house. They're just locked okay. in the house. No. Would would I be held no, accountable? You wouldn't be. No. That so would be what's my the, own stupid it's, fault. What's the difference? Okay. What's the difference? Because between mother, the two examples, mother has the right to care for a child. I believe it's a law. There you go. <laughs> uh, so we have, also yeah. I can fend for myself to enough of a degree where I won't starve. Oh, no, how do you starve? Sure, I'm just saying it's only a month. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence. You you get what I'm going at though. Like, as an adult, we are adults. As much as I may hate to think about it, um we are able to fend for ourselves on a very as-needed basis. Obviously, you know, we can't afford, like, a house or anything like that or, or, you know, stuff like that. But we can at least, we can at least fend for ourselves food-wise. And I think if you, if we were roommates and you left me and then I, and then you come back and I'm dead, that is not like dead of starvation that is not that's not that's not on you it's yeah. not on you like <laughs> i was able to i was able to prevent it assuming assuming i was able to prevent it like i know there wasn't like nuclear fallout or something like that or... come on they come on to nuclear fallout <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just I wonder if i just did i just wanted to or like assuming there wasn't a famine or a drought or something like that assuming you literally just left for like this a holiday and everything was as normal like i know you went to bali for a month don't know why you'd spend a month there but um you just what you did? said it you just did and yeah. then like you came back and I was dead from starvation. No, I don't think that I don't think it would be on you at all. Sure. Um I think I think Bailey actually hit it right on the head. So he made a comment that said that um a and, and I'll paraphrase here for in in the context of um where where I'll go with this is that a mother has a duty of care to their child so we as a society have said that we think that um parents whether they be mothers or fathers but in in particular mothers i say that for where i'm going to go with this have a duty of care for their children that if if a child is in their care whether it be their own child whether it be an adopted child or a foster care child whether a child is in their care um we require more of them to take care of that child than we would a stranger to a stranger. So in if we pull it right back to the, the um, violinist argument, then then we see the issue with the analogy. So um, to, to answer your point before, Hader, with the um, nine months plus 18 years, um, once a child is born, really, um, the mother can choose to not take care of that child. You know, um, the statistics in the United States, I believe, are 17 families to every child put up for adoption. 17 families are looking for a child um, to every child that's put up for adoption. We can discuss the foster care system, but that's a, a separate issue. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the fact is, is that, you know, uh, if a mother decides that she doesn't want to have a child once it's born, then there are other people that will take care of that child. Um, yeah. So the issue with the, the violinist argument analogy 
is we require more of mothers to their children than we do strangers to strangers. So you can say, well, you know, um, I, uh, I am not morally obligated to care for this stranger. It would be nice if I did. It would be nice if, if, you know, the person that was hooked up to the violin said, you know what, I'm going to take care of this person for nine months. But we don't require that of them morally because um, these, these are two separate people and this person was put into a scenario where their bodily autonomy was um, taken away. You know, their, their personal freedoms have been um, stripped and they have a right then to make a decision on what they want to do with their own body. However, in the case of an abortion um, or pregnancy, or um, if we if we want to pull all the way to um, mothers and their children, we require more of mothers to their children than strangers to strangers. So a mother is morally obligated societally to take care of their child and, and legally to take care of their yeah. child um, more than a stranger is to a stranger. And so if a mother was to intentionally or unintentionally um, perform some action that led to their child's death, then, you know, morally we consider themselves, uh, sorry, morally we consider them um, at fault or we consider them, in some way responsible for either the, um, you know, death by action or death by inaction. Yeah. So there's, you know, another whole layer to this. So um, that's really the issue that, that I have with the violence argument. There's a tweak to the violence argument that we can discuss in a second if, if we get around to it. But that's kind of the general idea of why that analogy doesn't work, um, you know, why, why the morality is an equivalent between abortion and the violinist. Um, but yeah, so in, in the sense of, um, you know, mothers taking care of their children, and it kind of brings it back to a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, is that, um, you know, parents are responsible for their children. You know, parents, parents need to take care of their children, they need to feed them, they need to, um, you know, change their diapers, they need to make sure that they're, you know, they're not, dying of thirst or dying of hunger or, you know, they, they need to send them to school. They need to pay for their school. They need to, um, you know, they need to work to make sure that they can provide for their children or as a state, we remove their children from their care. If they're unfit to care for their children, we remove them. Unfortunately, in the case of pregnancy, um, it's not possible to remove a child until it is, until scientifically it is possible to remove it. A, um, yeah. a one-day-old fetus, uh, one-day-old fetus, one-day-old embryo from a um, a mother, then, you know, we can discuss the morality of that. But um, in the case of this, then there's a moral argument that if you have some kind of offspring, no matter how old, um, a mother has a duty of care to that offspring if no other care is available to them. Okay. In... <clears throat> the avenue of a moral argument, I've been thinking, I think the second that, um, uh, I think the second that we go down the, the avenue of a moral argument, I think that's where it becomes entirely subjective. Mm. Yeah. I think when you start arguing, or should we say debating morality, 
and morals and autonomy, in this case, bodily autonomy. Um, I think in that case, it is subjective. We are discussing, I, think, I, I understand what you mean. I think I don't that... think it can be objective. I don't think it, I don't think we can put an objective term on something such as abortion at like, I don't think on the topic of abortion, I don't think we can put an objective term such as murder on it or illegal. Actually, I should probably say illegal because... You could make an argument that uh, I get that, a yeah, very weak yeah. argument that murder could be subjective based off of what I just said, but um, I don't think we can slap the word illegal on it because that is objective, and I think the I think the very concept we've been talking about for the combined last like two and a half hours, I think, um, is a subjective one, a personal one. Oh, hmm. I've tried to bring back the law a fair bit, but nonetheless, I do want to make a little bit of a point, and I want to ask some questions, I guess, to everyone. Put it in your pipe and smoke it, you know. Um, well said. Do you think a child, not, um, this is before adulthood, do you think a child gains rights as he becomes older? So from age five, like, going up to age five to eight to 13, before adulthood, do you think they gain more rights? Responsibilities, yes. Oh, that, Rights, so they no. They get concept. introduced to more opportunities, and yeah, I guess and they become more, more capable, capable, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah. um, a mother can do. Well, actually, that's an interesting one because as you get what? older, like when oh, we sorry. so here, so here in Australia, when you turn sixteen you are legally allowed to go and sit your learner's permit test. And doctors and begin, private or whatever. That's a whole other conversation, sorry. And begin driving, right? Is driving a right? Like, is yeah. do, we, well, do we have a right to drive? Like, that doesn't sound quite right, but uh, it, it doesn't really sound... Right. We can say it's a right. My, 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 my main point is, um, you know, parents have a duty of care. Of children, I think you know. I think everyone would agree that a mother would typically care more for her one-year-old child than a fourteen-year-old one. I hope, and I think we can all agree on that. Um, so, oh, the point that I'm trying to make is a mother has the same rights to a or to do whatever they want. Well, relatively, whatever they want within their rights to do something to one-year-old and to a fourteen-year-old. They can. Put their fourteen-year-old up for adoption, I believe. Um, I believe, yeah, I think so. I think so. They can do the same thing throughout uh, from one to fourteen-year-old. To be honest with you, I've kind of a mental blank and I've lost my point. <laughs> you can come back. Does anyone else have another point and come back to me or something? Uh, I'm afraid yeah. not, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really shafting myself here. Um, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to bring back to mother's rights or I'm trying not to make it moral. I'm trying to make an objective point here and say mm. a mother has a right to do a lot with her child and almost whatever she wants with her child, probably more with a one-year-old because the one-year-old, you know, sits I'll there make it objective for you. <clears throat> I'll make it objective for you, Bailey. Mm -hmm. We have a right. We have a right to do what we want with our bodies. 
-hmm. yeah i'm opening that can of worms the okay. i'm opening that can of worms the <clears throat> the it's probably a good place the, to go like a, the the like a very pro abortion movement argument is it's the mother's body mm -hmm. it's the woman's body she can do what she wants with it yep can I, can I ask you, move on. Do, do you think it's, do you think it's the mother's body? Yeah, because they're two separate entities. Well, they are two I separate cannot entities. Believe I, I, yeah. I that, cannot believe yeah. I described a, a fetus as an entity like this is Minecraft, but I just did. Well, um, it's, it's, it's a second, it's a second human life, is it not? It's a sec, it's a second human. So does a, does a mother have a right to do, she can do whatever she wants with her body, but does she have a right to do something to that second human life? Yes. Uh, yes. Such yes, as? I, I, th I think so. Well, in, again, context Abortion. is key here. Context is key. But such as? Yeah, ab ab abortion would be one of them. Yeah. Contraception would be... Contraception? Abortion? Uh, carrying a child... Like, g seeing out the entire pregnancy and giving birth? That's another one. So if we, if we pull it... If we pull it... If we, if we follow the logic... If a mother then has a right to, and I'm, I'm trying to apply the logic here and I hope, I hope you can see it. If a mother has a right to kill their child, then we can say, okay, well, then there's nothing morally abhorrent about infanticide. If a mother wants to kill their newborn, then, you know, it's entirely within their rights to do it because, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's no argument. So if if you have if you have a second, there is an argument because there, I, I would like no to make longer... an argument. Sorry, you go ahead. Uh, okay, um, there is there there, there is uh, a bit of a gap there because it, in that case, <clears throat> infanticide is like well, the killing of infants, right? Um, in that case, they are then so the mother can do whatever she wants with her body, right? Abortion included. Infanticide doesn't include abortion. That's with the infant. That's the newborn. They are now two separate humans. And they have... And, like, then the infant still has the same right, the same human rights that every other human has, yeah. being the right to live. Well, hold on. So you mentioned before that the um, that you considered the and and this is something I'd agree with is that the child inside the womb is a separate entity. It's a separate human life, right? With yeah. with a separate amount of human rights, right? Separate, but at the same time equal. I was going to say separate. I was not. actually going to say separate, but not equal. And that's probably something that's really shocking to hear. Actually, but I'd say in, separate, in a, but not equal. In a way, I'd agree, but I don't think we'd agree on on the same on the same terms. So let let me let me put some hypotheticals forward. These are ridiculous hypotheticals in in the term of pregnancy, just to see kind of where you stand yeah, and to, I mean, to kind of follow the logic. We're debating oh. infanticide here. You kind yeah, of have so to be a little bit ridiculous. Once a child's born, then it's a separate human being, right? Yeah. And it has its own its own right to life. So a mother can do whatever they want with their body. Okay. So if a child is in the process of being born, and let's say they're halfway out of the birth canal, and a mother decides to take a knife to her um, genitals and kill the child while it's still half inside her, would you consider that 
No, no. I mean, she can do with it whatever she wants with her own intent. I guess that's a bad. Uh, yeah, I guess the hypothetical making, but that that would be that would be murder, malicious intent, that's malicious premeditation, um, and again, abortion is not commonly malicious. So again, I guess it's just a bad hypothetical. Mm. So if, if you a, take a knife and go, boom, I think that's pretty malicious, and you'd be able to prove that pretty easily in a court of law. I continue. Sure. So if a um. I, I can understand what you mean, but I think yeah. in the same way that neglect or inaction is a cause for um, conviction once a child is born, um, you could make a similar a similar, a similar argument um, while the child is, is in the womb. So if we consider them two separate entities with, let's say for now, equal rights, or, or we could say unequal rights, um, I would probably say that the, the child has not more rights, but that the mother, and I think we'd all agree, has a duty of care to their child. So, in a way, I would say the mother has an obligation, a moral obligation, um, to not kill their child. And so, you know, if, if we consider them two separate beings, yes, the mother can do whatever they... I'm, I'm all for bodily autonomy. I think that people can do whatever the hell they want with their bodies, um, and they can choose, you know, what they want to what they want to do with them. Um, however, what we're considering and, and what you guys have um, agreed, and sorry, what we have agreed to is that we're dealing with two separate two separate people here. And the position of a child shouldn't, their, their right to life shouldn't depend on the position of a child. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Their right um, shouldn't depend on the... Position if they're mother. inside the mother, if they're outside the mother, if they're in Africa, if they're in Asia, if they're on the moon, um, you know, the right to life doesn't change depending on where you are. Okay. No, it, it, let me, it, let me make a hypothetical here. This might be stupid, but the development from a caterpillar to a butterfly, right? Maybe you could implement that to a degree for abortion. Caterpillar goes into a cocoon. I, I could be wrong here because I haven't done this in ages. Caterpillar goes into cocoon. Te technically, it's a chrysalis. What the fuck? <laughs> goes in for a, a couple months or something, a couple weeks, I don't remember, and develops into a butterfly. Would you agree that that's two different things or two different animals or whatever? Yeah, probably. Probably, yes. Um, is caterpillar so would you believe that the same process is in a child to a degree um, well, developing from an embryo to a fetus to a Child. Why do we call it different things when we could just call it a child? Well, we could. Yeah. I mean, why do we call why do we call it a toddler and then a child and then an adolescent and then a young adult yeah. and an adult? Now we're kind of getting the into the in the same way. It's you know, it's always a human. That I understand. I understand, and I've I've heard this argument before. Um, but you know, if if we think about it pretty generally, um, the life cycle of a caterpillar isn't the same as the life cycle of a of a human, yeah, you know, um, it would it'd be more comparable to other mammals, but um, you know, even then, in the if we're talking about rights or um, you know, how we can work out whether something should be justified or not, then it's a bit difficult to start talking about animals because we yeah. treat animals no, very no. differently than we treat other humans. But yes, yeah, I understand what you mean. Oh, thanks. So, um, yeah, I, 
I guess there's um, a lot of a lot of interesting comments and, and a lot of interesting factors around this idea of abortion. Um, you know, in cases of rape, in cases of incest, in cases of financial instability, of um, single motherhood, or um, you know, single parentage. Um, in the cases of you know danger to the mother, or you know, if there's premeditation or stuff like that. Um, but I think if we say that there are two separate entities um, within a, a pregnant mother, there's there's a child and a mother, then to say under any circumstance that the mother is justified in killing their child, I think is a, is a bit... Um, I, think a, I think a lot of people would probably have a, have a problem with that. Okay. Um, so, do you think legally as well it's uh, illegal to kill a child that is in the womb? I'm just trying to bring us back a little bit here, so... I'm not sure. Well, it well it depends what we mean by kill a child in the womb. But because um, if 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 a if a, abortion, I can't remember if it's. I think it's after 20 weeks. If a if a man goes out or anyone man goes out and kills a pregnant woman, then they're done for double homicide. So um, if we want to talk legally, the legal de definition or definitions. Uh, you know, vary, and they vary from state to state in the United States. They vary from state to state here. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's that's up in the air. So, you know, while we can say that a law is objective in the place where you're at, I think I think we'd all agree that human rights probably shouldn't change where you go in the world. Um, the problem is is that when you don't see things as human then you can kind of be a bit flexible with, with what you consider human rights. And so right now in the United States, you can go to you know, a place like Texas and a child will have a human right. But then if you go to California, you can kill that child without any ramifications. Um, and there'll be people making money off of it. And so it's, you know, my, my biggest issue with stuff like this is, is when people are flexible on how they attribute human rights um, for convenience or to make a point. And I'm, I'm not targeting this at you guys, but I'm, I'm targeting this in general. Because the same logic is um, applied, um, has been applied in history and has been applied in different scenarios that have led to, to pretty bad situations. So if you start saying that um, this person, sure, has human rights, but they don't check x y and z so we don't consider them human so they don't really have equal human rights to us then you can do whatever you want for them because the people that have human rights are gonna, aren't going to complain and um it's not like the people that you're targeting are human anyway so there's there's no you know there's no um they can't they can't fend for themselves they can't um you know do anything and um it's <laughs> probably won't go into it but there's been a lot justified and i'm not comparing anything but i'm just saying that there's been a lot justified in history by saying that a certain group of people don't have human rights and um or human rights are flexible wherever you're you know depending on where you are hmm. yeah i get that um i kind of miss half your point because my dad walked in but I, I think i get the general 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 gist of it um 
I don't really have any other comments about that. I think for the most part, we're kind of going back and forth with rights and who has rights. And uh, I'm not yeah, sure if we're... Actually probably a good, that's probably a good point to make, actually, in of itself. This debate, argument, conversation, whatever you want to call it, regarding abortion, worded in the right way and with enough information, evidence and opinions can kind of just keep going around and around in a circle infinitely. Uh, and that's kind of why it's a moral, <clears throat> that's kind of why it's a moral debate and not a, hence why I, like a moral thing, hence why I said subjective, not objective. Cause if you try to apply objective terms like the law to something that is moral and subjective, you're just going to end up with um, a convoluted mess and just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm. It's like, whereas debates in real life are limited to three speakers each, and I actually oh. can't remember how long. I would not, um, but anyway. Overall, um, this one could just keep going on forever. I, I um, I'll, I'll jump in just just for the reason that I'll disagree. I don't know whether you guys are planning to wrap up, but I'm happy to run through a few points and just see where you guys stand, and then see whether we can, okay. you know, find some middle ground. So we discussed last time that a um, fetus from conception is considered both a life and human, and so is a human life, right? Can we, are we good to agree on that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. We also agree that a, um, a, I'll use a mother, has a responsibility to their child. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we also agree that human rights are, um, we, we kind of discussed this last time, to get to the conclusion that abortion was murder, but, um, you know, that human rights are attributed on the basis that someone is human, that someone is alive, um, and shouldn't vary based on things like age, um, race, uh, intelligence, ability, dependence, um, you know, uh, financial stability, um, circumstance, uh, <laughs> ancestral criminal history, um, or, you know, uh, wherever you're born, um, I think I covered that one. Any, they shouldn't depend on any circumstance except the fact that you're human and you're alive. Okay, hold on. So you're talking about general rights because obviously you're not going to give the right to a 14-year-old to go into a bar and have a beer. Okay, the right to life, we'll say. The, the most the right basic of life. human rights shouldn't depend on who you are, where you are, your... your uh, parents' history, your grandparents' history, you know, your age, um, your race, your ethnicity, your religion, you know, any any of these things, they should only depend on the fact that you're human and that you can, yeah. you're alive. I was gonna, oh, that's a whole other debate. I was gonna say death penalty is uh, something, a whole, a whole other conversation we can talk about whether they have the right to live or not, but no, I guess in general. Innocent yeah. lives, yeah, yeah. Would you agree, Heather? Uh, so, so that right? Yeah, so, so the right to life, like the most basic fundamental yep. human right, is only dependent on um, the, the, that you're human and that you're alive and that it shouldn't be dependent on, you know, things like 
your race, your family's history, your financial, oh, your, sure. your parents' financial stability, your intelligence, your capabilities, your dependence on someone else, your you know age, a, a lot of these different factors. That, sure. Sure. Okay, hold on. Can I can I butt in? Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, would you say people have the right to also live life, like as in like live the life that they want or live a life that they desire that they can handle financially i guess that's a whole nother point but let's say in general do you agree that people have the right to live a life the way that they want to live it sure okay as, as far as they can go in their in their life continue on yes do we also agree that um people have the right to bodily autonomy and that they can kind of do whatever they want in their life um Obviously, with the restrictions of, you know, causing damage or harm to others or within, within reasonable restrictions, like the, the kind of freedom that we would enjoy here or typically like, people would like, enjoy like in the United States. Like tattoo? Like that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, like bodily, but, but like you can choose to get a tattoo if you want and that someone can't force you to get a tattoo or stuff. Would we agree on that in, in general terms? In general terms, yeah. Okay. So I think reaching the conclusion... Um, and forgive me for saying this, is I think we'd all agree that, um, you know, abortion isn't morally justified in the sense that we have, that one human isn't, um, doesn't have the right to murder another human and that um, parents have a, a um, responsibility to their children. Um, and following those two the two points of logic um mothers then objectively i guess or, or objectively in the sense that we would all concur that don't have a right to murder their children no matter how old they are no matter their financial stability no matter the circumstances of their conception no matter their um, dependence their age their viability their um you know their father's criminal history their um, adoption circumstances, anything like that, that they probably wouldn't have the, the right to kill their child, um, dependent on those things. Now, I want to make a point about yeah, bodily autonomy. Go. <coughs> I go. Um, yeah, 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 I want to make a point about go. bodily autonomy. So, um, now this is specific to an embryo or fetus. Do you think the right of a female's bodily autonomy, as in, like, she might not want to put out a baby, she, she might not want to produce a baby, whatever, whatever. Um, does she have the right to... Um, how do I word this properly? Um, it, what rights are better? Or, like, what rights are more prioritised? The right to the woman's bodily autonomy or the right of the fetus slash embryo in, inside said female with the right bodily well, it's, it's interesting. So um, we can discuss this in two separate circumstances. So if we say um, that the child was conceived under consensual circumstances um, and that the mother willingly chose to take the risk of becoming pregnant um, by consensually having sex, um, then in a way... Um, there are, to be blunt, there are consequences for your actions, and and um, you know there there are consequences that people face for their actions outside of abortion all the time. If you go and kill someone, 
there's a consequence that you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison, right? Yeah, if yeah. you have sex, you well, if well, typically if a, if a woman has sex, if a man has sex, they can risk 18 years of um, child support. But if a woman has sex, then um, you know there is a risk that they would spend a minimum of nine months taking care of a child um, and going through the process of pregnancy. And um, by taking taking the risk, you you can try and prevent it. Of course, there's there's that's the entire industry of contraception. But the fact is is that um, if a woman goes out and brings a life into the world begins begins a, a you know conceives a, a new life um then the bodily autonomy argument becomes extremely selfish if you say well i took a risk the risk didn't pan out well for me so for convenience um or for because i don't want to spend money on this i mean you could put them up for adoption but you know i'm, I'm trying to make a point for like different circumstances if they say well i'm going to kill this life now because a risk didn't pan out well for me. Well, in that circumstance, yeah, a a, um, a, a, a child's life is um, more, uh, you know, is is I prioritize more valuable. Life. Yeah, well, yeah. less so prioritized and more so that the, the um, woman's made a decision, right, that has right. resulted in the fact that she now has a child. And that child is has rights and and a life, and it's unfortunate that she can't get out of that risk. But but that's the risk of having sex, right? That's that's the risk of, um, of you know, I get, I get the life. Yeah. There, there are risks. Now, if if we then go to um, okay, so we have an idea that abortion can't possibly be justified in a consensual relationship because um, a woman has, well, a, a mother has a responsibility to their child that they have now created, whether, whether um, you know, they, they planned it or not. We can say, okay, well, the only other circumstance, and there are probably a few other smaller circumstances, but these are probably the big ones that people discuss. If we then say, okay, well, there's a child that was now conceived in a non-consensual relationship, and the mother has ended up with a child that is um what Ryan's called. He's just gone. Ignore him. <laughs> he didn't um, want to hear this. Me, me, <laughs> maybe, I'll stick a, maybe I'll stick a redacted bar over him or something. Um if we then say, okay, well there's a child now conceived in a non-consensual relationship, um the question is, okay, well, is the child's right to life equal to the mother's um not not so much bodily autonomy but if I may make the um, the parallel between a mother taking care of a child in the womb and a mother taking care of a child as a you know a one year old, a if a mother has a child right that has ended up in a in a situation and I don't mean to sound um, unempathetic because um, obviously it's a terrible horrible thing that happens to some people. But if we now are dealing with an innocent third party, right, that has, that, that is by way of um, uh, conceiving a child of the mother, then unfortunately we have to say, 
look, you have a child now, you have an innocent third party um, that has rights of its own, and um, we require responsibilities of mothers to their children um, in the same way that a mother with a one-year-old baby that was conceived of rape has a responsibility to their child. So if, if, a, if a mother was raped, carries their child to term and t- take, takes care of them, then we say, okay, well, we, um, you, you have a responsibility to your child. Then we have to say, well, the right to life um, isn't necessarily greater than the right to bodily autonomy in general, but is equal to it but because it's a right to life and because we're dealing with another person here, um, you know, yeah, I, I guess you could say your, your right to life, my right to life, trumps that of your right to kill me. You have a right to bodily autonomy. You could take a knife and stab me. You have, you have the bodily autonomy to do that, but you don't have the right to end my life. And so yeah. we can say, um, and in, in the case of rape, we can say, okay, well, we, don't con- we consider abortion unjustifiable, except when, um, un- un- you know, except when the woman's, bodily autonomy is is taken away from it like it's it's almost a um you know when i've I've had discussions like this before um with different people and um i'm not throwing guys under the bus but um i'm saying um i'm not like i'm not saying you guys have brought this up either but it's funny when when you have these conversations with people and um and you're trying to discuss the issue and then suddenly they try and without building any of the foundation, they try and put you in a corner and say, well, do you think a, a mother of a rape baby would, would have to carry that baby to term? And it's like, well, without any of this foundation that we've spent probably the last two and a half hours getting through, without this understanding of, um, of whether it's life, whether it's human, whether it's murder, whether a mother has the, um, you know, a, an obligation to their child um, and whether we consider human rights human rights in all circumstances, then you can't justify um, the way that we would require those responsibilities to be put on someone who's gone through a tragedy, right? Um, and, and, I, and I would think that you guys could probably see how if two and a half hours ago, if I'd come out and said that as my opening opinion you guys probably would have and and I'm, I'm saying i would have done the same thing if i was in if i was in your position probably would have made assumptions about motivations or other opinions that i would have had that have no have no grounds because if you don't yeah. if, you, if you kind of don't build the foundation there then i've got i've got nothing to stand on if i say that a mother who's raped has a legal should have well has ought to have a um, legal responsibility to carry their child to term is that that's that's it's it's a terrible thing for me to say without the justification yeah i think we're at a point or in my opinion i think we're at a point where we're becoming more subjective rather than objective when we say 
should this mother have more rights than her child? Or sorry, her exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Um. I, well, this is a better time to say it because I think we should probably finish up soon. To be honest, because we've been here for quite a while, we've kind of gone back and forth. But I think minutes. it's a good point to finish off. I think and sort of say, you know, I think it's just a subjective thing. To be honest, if if we truly get down to it, we should say should. She or sorry, should the female have more right to bodily autonomy, or should this you know embryo? Forget that, forget that, Bailey. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it now. I'm gonna be brutally honest. I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna drop the question. Should abortion be illegal? And you can answer first. I'd like for you guys to answer first. Actually, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. All right, so okay. I'll start. I I've, I've, Actually, I sorry, the question. Can, I, can I jump in? I'll just make one quick point before you guys sure. say that, and then, and then I'll let, I'll let you guys. I apologize. But, um, I was just going to say, just on the previous thing, um, I am of the opinion that the abortion issue is actually the only issue that is can, can be um, argued objectively for the reason that... Um, and it's what I went through before, is that we would all consider it a life. We would all consider it human. And, and I, I went through the, you know, every, everything that we kind of agreed on before. Um, and it's, it's just a case of following that logic um, that we agreed on. And if you disagree with the logic um, at any of the points, then you start running into a whole heap of issues. And, and you know, we didn't really agree... Uh, sorry, we didn't really disagree on a lot of the logic, so we didn't really hit a, a lot of those road bumps. Um, and so it might probably seem um, a little more subjective, but I think um, the, the, way, the way that I've seen it is that there's, there's no argument to be made against any of those five or six points that, that we had. Um, there's, there's no objective argument that can be made to say that a... Um, a fetus from conception isn't a life, that a fetus, uh, an embryo from conception isn't a human, that a mother doesn't have a responsibility to their children, that um, people have a right to life, that I think that this, these are objective things that we can say. And so it's, it's simply a case of subjectively following the logic, I guess, if you can say, and, and try, trying to see where all of these ideas kind of lead to and the conclusion that they lead to. And the conclusion that um, I've found... Yeah, and where do all of those <laughs> um, points lead you to conclude, Ben? Just out of curiosity. Well, if you wanted to start, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go. I want to say oh, that. Well. Um, can I just I, say something first? I think there are objective arguments in the legal context that I think you could make, and I'm not going to go into them, and I think I've tried to sort of make those points as much as I can as possible, to be honest. Um, again, I'd probably need to do more research myself. I'm not a lawyer. I mean, like, I'm sure a lawyer could whip out some laws for you and say, oh, well, maybe you could argue this, 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 and this. Anyway, I think there are some objective arguments that you could make for and against abortion. But sure. you continue, Hater, on your opinion. Right. Uh, in after all, of, after all of this, after all that we have uh, discussed, um, I am... I will, uh, I will, I suppose, say that uh, <clears throat> abortion should not be illegal. It should be decriminalized. I think it should be allowed, and that is for, and that is based 
I said decriminalized. I said decriminalized. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Bailey's doing that. Oh, I get it. I'm I think it should be, I think it should be legal. I think it should be allowed under certain contexts, I think. Um, and that's most of them. Like the only place where I think that perhaps it could be a little shaky is if there has been consensual, like consensual sex and no contraception and both parties. Uh, so both the man and the woman are both capable of raising a child and everything is set. And the only reason that they'd, and the only reason they're against it is because they simply don't want to. That's, that's it. I think in that case, that's like the only context where I might raise an eyebrow about it. But other than that, I think abortion should be allowed. Okay. And, I'm going to make a point. Sorry. Are you, yeah. are you done? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's okay. it. Nine, uh, 99 times out of a hundred, I think abortion should be allowed. I'll make a last point. Or I'll, make, I'll say my opinion and make a last point, which we kind of should have gone into, but nonetheless, um, I don't think abortion... Oh, sorry. I think abortion should be legal. So I think women should be allowed the right to their bodily autonomy compared to the um, embryo or fetus of a child. Now, we say, oh, there's no other consequences. Well, there are consequences, but nonetheless, you said there's a risk, there's a consequence you should suffer the consequences. So they should suffer the financial consequences. You might say you could just abort a child. But if they give birth in places that don't have any health care, because here in Australia we have uh, Medicare and Booper and all that sort of stuff. Um, but in other countries, uh, like America, I believe some places, I think most of America, some people are afraid to get ambulances. Because they cost so much money. Imagine a birth. Mm. That is a lot mm. of money. And people that yeah. are broke simply don't have that money. And they go, well, it's cheaper for me to get an abortion, which I believe it is. I, I could be wrong, but I believe it is. Um, so I think there are financial consequences towards giving That is birth. true. Um, that, that is true. And I believe there's other consequences too that I don't think we got into. Um, but for the most part, I yeah. think... Uh, that abortion should be legal. Ryan, what's your point of view? I honestly, despite going through all of this, like, again, at the end of the day, for me, I'm just not able to process a lot of, a lot of, like, the different, like, the a lot of the information in terms of just, yeah, what specifically defies a human and a living thing and all that. So for me, my opinion I don't really think is, it's like, I still feel from the knowledge that I know and the things that I've seen like online and then a little bit from what I've heard from all of you as well, is like, I, for me, I still feel like an abortion should be allowed for the mother. Like if the mother want, doesn't want the child, it should, it's definitely their decision. It should definitely be their decision. But again, I know I'm a, I am a man that I'm a young man. I have never dealt with anything in terms of someone being pregnant before, like anyone close to me anyway. 
or just any stuff like that. So I'm basing this off of the things that I have seen and heard, whether it's online or from stories I've heard from others. Do so, sorry, yeah, yeah, you keep going. No, I was, I was pretty much done anyway. Um, right. I do want to mention we're all men. Uh, probably have no right to say this stuff anyway. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, I, I'd like to touch on that because that briefly talks about the second point that uh, our other comment commented on funny comment. the irony of four dudes in a podcast having a discussion about women's rights and bodily autonomy. All right, I'm just going to say this here and now: shove that comment up your ass. All right, we are. Oh, no, no, no! I'm gonna say it here and now, and I don't, I don't care. Great comment. We have, we that. are allowed to talk about this. There is actually nothing wrong with talking about this. It is your fear of taboo subjects and your fear of societal backlash that makes you think that it's not okay to talk about that. Because it's the, it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of conversation of. Oh, should white people be able to <clears throat> take part in and uh, discuss topics around Black Lives Matter? Yes, they should be able to. What, just because they don't have the same amount of melanin in their skin? They, they, they shouldn't be allowed to talk about... No. So uh, this, I think, is no different. Uh, we have freedom of speech. We are allowed to discuss... We are allowed to discuss these topics... I think and I'm more about... It's not ironic in the Sorry. slightest, nor yeah. is it cringe, actually. I mean, I think it's just because we can't relate to it. I mean, mm. we can talk about it, but we have no... Um, if a woman yeah. were to talk about it, I think it would be more... Uh, the argument would be stronger because they can relate to yeah. it more as a, a person that can actually give birth. So I think... That all of our, I mean, like we've tried to make objective arguments, but for the most part, um, with subjective arguments, I think the females have an upper hand. You know, like yeah, oh, oh, obviously they have. Men. No, yeah, I'm not denying at all that they don't have an. Not denying that they don't have it. Yeah, not denying that they don't have <clears> an upper hand, but that yeah. doesn't. But their presence of an upper hand shouldn't mean that we have absolute. That we are not allowed to at least voice our thoughts that's right no that's right we can voice our thoughts it's freedom of speech you know there's no problem with that but i'm just saying you know like yeah the people out there you know we're not again we're not professionals either despite yeah. the name no yeah <laughs> we, uh, we are not professionally controversial i'm not professional maybe we are professionally controversial i'm not you anyway that is that established that's us three sorted ben do you want to close you started this it's only probably, fair for you to end it. It's probably going to answer with a question. No, no, no. And, 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 and we'll also add an hour and a half. I don't so think no I've answered a straight question. I don't think I've answered a straight question for the past two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. We're at an hour um, and a half, Ben. No more further points. Answer. I've either answered with a hypothetical or a question for the past two and a half hours. So, uh, you know, this, this will be a first for me, but this uh, first time for everything. Um, Look, I uh, I hope that um, you know at least um, like I know I know we disagree and um, and perfectly fine with that. Um, I'm used to, I'm used to it, um, but I think hopefully through the conversation 
I can I can definitely see why you guys stand where you stand. I hope you guys can see why I stand where I stand. Um, I do. And I, I think... Do. I, I do see that. Absolutely. And I hope that those people, whoever's listening, those um, six views that you get, uh, I, I hope that they can kind of... Um, that was uncool. That was uncool. Okay, sorry. The, the 25 views that you get, um, I hope that they can kind of understand where I stand um, and why I stand where I stand. And I've summarized a lot of the stuff that um, I've kind of heard. We've, there's about 100 arguments that we haven't we haven't gotten to around a, a 100 different facets of this, this issue. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a lot that we haven't gotten to and it's a long conversation. But um, if you want, if you want a straight answer for what I believe, I hope I hope you guys can understand why I believe it. But um, unless under very specific circumstances, um, I don't think it's justified for an abortion to occur, um, except under the circumstance that the um, the child is already dead. That's or. Um, and this is this is another more nuanced one. The child will die during the pregnancy. However, that is also uh, a more nuanced one. That if anyone has any questions about that, I'd be happy to discuss it at another time. But we probably can't do that now. At um, this point, we've been going on for a while, so. But yeah, it's ah. essentially um, full criminalization of abortion. Okay. Thank okay. you for sharing Fair that, enough. Man. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> this has been a very, very entertaining, well, I hope entertaining, but <clears throat> very yeah. enlightening and, um, honestly, oh. fun uh, conversation I'm slash fun. debate that we've had these past, uh, um, what, now three hours, actually. <laughs> now three hours. Um <clears throat> Uh, I I know this is the best conversation we've had on professionally controversial. Full stop. I think. I think so. I mean, um, it's gonna and it's there. gonna be hard to top it. <laughs> I, and I'm not thinking like analytics wise. I just mean like level of engagement, um, how long it's gone on for, and the fact that we've all like had points and stuff to talk about, and all the hypotheticals and all the questions. It's been incredible. And Ryan getting up and Ryan getting up and leaving, you know, ten minutes into one of Ben's points and not coming back for another ten. But anyway, we I mean, ignore that. Unfortunately, I think next week, since you know, I think this debate, you know, it's been good, but I think next week will be better when we have Elon Musk on our podcast. <laughs> we we have Elon Musk. You can't give away secrets. I'm not going to be there for Elon Musk. Bro, <laughs> we'll get all the guests and we'll get Hell, them on the You can't Elon give Musk. away secrets like that. That was Discord secret only. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> where else to begin wrapping up then with uh, thank you, Ben, for coming on, giving up your valuable so. study yes. time. Thank you, Ben. Thank you very and much. And discussing with us this uh, very in depth and complicated topic. It was a pleasure having you on the show and we would love be. to have you back. Uh, another time later down the line to talk about something else, whether it be like DC versus Marvel or, (laughs) or just some other historical topic or maybe even revisiting this later on. 
Like if we learn something else or if there's another massive legal change. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on. And I assume the other two, uh, I assume I'm extending the thanks of the other two as well. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, But uh, good to be be on. And I am incredibly behind on study. So (laughs) yes, yes, you probably are. But anyway, uh, Ryan, do you have anything to add? I think you pretty much summed it all up for us, Hayda. Bailey, any closing, any closing things, any closing points? Uh-oh. Get ready. Patreon stuff. Boo. <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon. We're creating. We don't have one. Uh, <laughs> weeks. Please join us when Adolf Hitler comes on the podcast. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's not get. End it, hater. End it, please. End it, end it. Anyway, anyway, with uh, that bombshell and that awesome conversation, this has been Professionally Controversial. I'm Hater. That's Ryan. That's Ben. And that is Bailey. But other than all of that, thank you for listening. And we will catch you oh, God, next time. Thank See you, guys. Thank you, everyone.